Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. One in 36 children in America are diagnosed as being on the autism spectrum by the age of eight, according to the CDC. Here in San Diego, that number is even higher at one in 22 children. And while our understanding of this increasingly common disorder continues to grow, one of the biggest hurdles that remains for children with autism is acceptance. But a new book from a San Diego resident encourages readers to celebrate those with autism and to see those with the disorder not as challenged, but as gifted. Derek Danzinger is the author of I'm Autistic and I'm Awesome. And he joins us now. Derek, welcome to Midday Edition. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. So what made you want to write this particular book? Well, I uh, have a son, my oldest son, who is uh, diagnosed as being on the autism spectrum. He's not uh, the, the spectrum is a wide spectrum, so um, he's pretty high functioning. Um, but over the 12 years of just experiencing his behaviors, um, I came to just learn, uh, you know, how unique it is to, to know somebody on the spectrum. And that a lot of times these things that often people look at as disabilities are really these special gifts that these kids have. Uh, and uh, they manifest themselves in different ways. And so I I thought, you know what, it would be something that would be helpful to me to sort of write down and and chronicle these things, but also if I could turn it into a book that could help parents and friends and families to better understand the children, um, that that would be something that I would want to do. And so that was sort of the, the impetus. And how has having a child with autism really changed how you view the disorder in general and how uh, you talk about it with other people? Well, it's it's interesting. I mean, the the word spectrum in and of itself means it's a wide range of of various um, um, attributes and and things that we see. So, I mean, you have everything from children that are nonverbal communicators to ones who are highly verbal and and highly um, you know gifted in so many different ways. So, every every child is unique. I would say with the, with respect to my own son. 
Um, things that I've just noticed are um, this amazing memory that he has uh, where he can remember details of things from, uh, you know, months and even years ago or his attention to detail. He can watch a, um, a YouTube video on how to fix something and will go in and uh, and literally act like a little engineer and, and fix this. Um, he's also somebody who I've noticed from a sports standpoint, he doesn't um, get excited about team sports, um, but he loves all the sports that are individual sports. So whether it's skateboarding or um, wrestling, and he's tried surfing and horseback riding, things where he's in control of that seem to be things that he gravitates to. And again, I can only speak for, for him, but those are just some of the things that, that I've noticed with him. Given that he's so high functioning, um, how did you get the diagnosis of, of autism for him? And was there something that you noticed in him as a child? Yeah, as he was younger, um, I think what we would observe is um, in social situations where you would have a, a neurotypical child um, go up and want to make friends with other kids or or uh, or talk to kids and initiate conversations. Um, there were often times where he uh, would, you know, stand in the corner and and not uh, engage, and we would have to prompt him to engage, or he really didn't know how to continue a conversation. So it was, uh, you know, not asking somebody how their weekend was, and then kind of going from there to the next question, and the next question was something that he didn't. Uh, didn't develop quickly. And so he um, he had some delays in, in speech and in um, like uh, coordination with writing and some other things. And those were the sort of indicators to us that maybe there was something um, that was different that we needed to look into. Parenting a child who's got autism, I'd imagine is a journey and a, a journey of learning. So did you have any misconceptions that you had to clear up for yourself? Yeah, I think I think the the number one uh, thing that I've come to learn is just um, how important patience is because um, oftentimes uh, things that I would think would be normal conversations or um, understanding something um, that could turn into something that's extremely frustrating to the child uh, is is something that I learned. So as a parent. It, it's not to say that you don't have very difficult days and outbursts and 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 all of those kind of things that that any parent that's raising children has. Um, but I think you have to be especially uh, aware of the the triggers that that set um, the children off. And and in, in the case of my son too, who's a spectacular kid, um, you know he he's um, uh, aware enough on the spectrum that he doesn't want to be treated differently or seen differently by his friends or, or things like that. So he's very aware of that. And, and I do my best not to um, try to treat him like he's he's any different, um, if that makes sense. Hey, 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 this is Parker Edison, host of the Parker Edison Project on KPBS cool thing about joining KPBS is you make one simple donation and that money ripples into supporting everything else you see and hear on KPBS including podcasts like this one you're listening to right now making a place for fresh voices and perspectives to be heard and that's music to my ears become a member today just go to kpbs.org click that blue give now button and donate what you can 
Alright? Thanks. You're listening to Midday Edition on KPBS, and we're discussing the book, I'm Autistic and I'm Awesome, with author Derek Danzinger. Um, Derek, you talk about reframing autism and viewing children with the condition as having their own unique superpowers. Uh, Can you talk more about that and why it's so important to change perspectives around autism? Yeah, I think just, you know, when you hear, oh, this person's autistic or, or they uh, are, are challenged with this, immediately people tend to go to to see that as a negative and, oh, what are the, the problems there? And again, having um, someone in my family that, that I've seen grow with this, um, it just became a, something to me where I said, you know, these should be seen as not disabilities, but special abilities or superpowers. And so if you can sit down and uh, like my son can hear uh, a, uh, a song played uh, on, on, I mean, his favorite thing is YouTube, but if he watches a YouTube video, he can sit down at the piano and literally start playing that song. I mean, those are, those are amazing abilities. Not saying that every child on the spectrum um, has that same interest or the same focus, but um, I think it, it's better for us to encourage and celebrate um, that uniqueness. And given that there are so many children um, that have this diagnosis now, um, I think it's incumbent upon not just parents of the children, but friends and also educators, um, special education teachers and others um, to really understand what they can do to both motivate and encourage the children and to see these as, as special abilities. And And I would just also add, too, that... Um, it was very intentional in the book that I wrote um, that it's reflective of children of all um, racial backgrounds. Um, and, you know, autism does not discriminate. It's it's all races, socioeconomic um, backgrounds. And so I didn't want to single out anybody, but to show that it's something um, that has an impact uh, across the board. In what ways do you think changing the perspective will open the door to better discussion and, and exploration of autism? Um, I just think that um, it, instead of it being sort of this taboo subject that um, people are less inclined to talk about or don't take the time to understand, um, the more it's normalized given the high prevalence of the diagnosis now, um, that it just would make it much more acceptable. I mean, I think I mean, I could point to so many things in society today that when I was growing up, somebody would never have talked about that. And today, um, you know, we're we're very open in, in those types of things. And I feel like the discussion of autism um, is is something that's gaining more um, awareness and acceptance and uh, things like that. And you see, you know, very public people. I think um, if I saw just the other day, um, the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, Jeffrey Lurie, is a big proponent of of autism and awareness and um, made a substantial commitment to autism research and um, things on the national level. So I think the more we talk about it, the more comfortable um, people get. And you can see that uh, and, you know, there, there's also those folks and and I, I don't know for sure, you know, the diagnosis, but you hear the names of very well-known people, uh, be it business leaders or others, celebrities and others where people will say that they fall on the autism spectrum. So I think 
people need to understand too that you can be wildly successful as an autistic person too it's not um uh it's not this inability to to be functional um it's just a different way you know you're neurologically you're just different in the way that you approach things and you know that's interesting because given that it is so prevalent you know i i would think that the perspective on that would change and that you know at some point it may not even be viewed as a disorder that would be the hope is that uh we're so we're so used to it and that because of the 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 number of kids that are being diagnosed um that it beca- it normalizes uh, normalizes it i guess the question that uh, that i often get asked from people and i don't have the answer to it too is why do we think that there are so many more children being diagnosed with this now than ever before and was it that it's been around and we just didn't have a way to understand it and to interpret it in other days um and we sort of classified it as such or um is there something you know uh that's that's changed to have so many more um people being diagnosed as on the spectrum and again i i don't have the answer to that i think it's an interesting question but i'm glad that people are talking about it that's that's what's important and while you've written I'm Autistic and I'm Awesome as a, a children's book specifically, there's a lot mm-hmm. adults can glean from it as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I've been really overwhelmed, honestly, with the the nice feedback that I've received from parents of children on the spectrum or parents uh, of friends who have a child on the spectrum who, who complimented the simplicity of the way um, it's explaining um, why the children may be behaving the way that they're behaving and and as a tool for them to to better understand that and share that with others. And certainly, you know, children are not the only ones diagnosed with autism. I mean, there are, are adults living with autism and their voices um, are equally important. I actually had um, a um, an autistic adult um, reach out to me who had heard about the book and was um, complimentary of the book and said he would love to see more books written by adults with autism um, sharing their stories too. So I, I think, you know, we're only kind of scratching the surface in many ways on on uh, where we can go uh, with this and, and, and what we can learn from it. Children with autism process information differently. And with that in mind, do you think there are some things that classrooms could be doing to be more inclusive of that? Yeah, I... I 100% um, agree with that assessment, but I will also say that my experience, at least here in San Diego and in the school district that that we're in, is that that we there are some incredible people and incredible resources um, that uh, are made available to children um, on the spectrum through individualized education programs or um, that are like providing additional assistance to children in a normal, typical classroom, but they get, you know, whether it's if they have trouble taking tests in a in a setting where all the other kids are there because it's distracting, but they allow them to go take the test on their own where it's quiet or, or different things. So I, I am, you know, as big a... Um, a champion and and I'm grateful to um, the school districts that I've worked with in terms of how um, how you know helpful they've been in terms of identifying this and providing resources um, to those children. What's been the response like to the book so far? It's been great. Um, 
Uh, I mean, a lot of people ha have reached out to me uh, who were surprised uh, that I wrote wrote a book like this or didn't know, um, you know, my own personal story there. So that that was um, unique. But I've you know, I, I enjoy reading all the reviews that uh, that pop up online and just the numbers of people that have reached out to me um, who have children on the spectrum, parents and others. Um, where they're saying, oh, this is such a, a great tool um, for us. Um, it's been wonder it's been wonderful to me. It's this is a passion project for me. Um, I've I've written a number of other children's books that are sitting on my computer right now and I have a full novel that I wrote too. But this is the one that I was like, if I get anything out there and actually can get something published, uh, try to do something that's actually going to be meaningful and, and, and help people. So, um, I've been really, I've been really, uh, happy to, uh, to get the responses that I've had. Derek Danzinger is the author of I'm autistic and I'm awesome. And you can find the book on Amazon. Derek, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, thank you so much too. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. <laughs>